Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-hostess with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now, uh, we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's beginning with some new news for all y'all. New news. So, um, Reese, what's topping off our news segment this week? The Jetsons. What do you mean? I thought it was the Flintstones. Okay, so, no, so Elon Musk, mm. you know who that is? Big weed smoker, big weed smoker. He do other stuff too, right? You know what he was on the podcast? Big weed smoker, weed. big weed smoker, he big was. clouds of smoke. So I just saw that, but yeah. no, that's not what he's known for. He, he known for um, Tesla. Yes, he's he the founder Tesla. Of, of Tesla. Didn't he do PayPal? I think he created PayPal. Oh. I think he created and sold PayPal. Um, not sure, uh, but he was on Vice News. Hey, Vice. Yesterday, because he he has this model, and I don't know if you've seen it on Instagram, but he has this model of this underground transit system, mm -mm. right? And in the model, um, I mean, it looks really high tech, really Jetson E ish, yeah. right? Who invented yep. PayPal? Elon yeah. Musk. Oh, he did invent <laughs> PayPal. Okay, so. Basically, he was giving a presentation and kind of going over the infrastructure mm. and what it would be like. Okay, this is a project that I think would be good, right? Yeah. But as, as I was sitting there watching this, I was like, well, where is this? California. I said, don't they have earthquakes? Yeah. Like, Why would you want to be line, underground? Is there a fault line running all through that So bitch? that was the only thing that I was kind of like, uh, maybe in another city, yeah. but not necessarily in California. However, um, the CEO of the transit system there thinks it would be great, mm -hmm. but they've noticed that there's been a decline in people using public transportation Just each big. year. Okay. Yeah, but you know, their traffic is horrible. Crazy. It's like gridlock. Crazy. Um, so people think that it's physically possible for this to happen, but not economically. Yeah, it was interesting because as I was traveling abroad, there is like a underground, a, a train rather, that mm -hmm. goes at some point underground through the ocean to get you from like Paris to London or something. I'm sure. It's crazy. So, you know, I, I think anything is possible. It's just, to me, I just feel like, and this is just me limited thinking, mm -hmm. right? Was, ain't something already down there? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where, how is there just room for a whole underground railroad and there's nothing down there? Well, it, I guess it depends on how far they're going. Yeah, yeah. How deep is your love for this goddamn... <laughs> I was thinking that. Yeah, like, golly. Because yeah. I've, I've seen documentaries and people mining, this is probably in Africa, but mining, like, damn near to the core of the earth, yeah. looking for precious metals and stuff like that. Yeah. I just feel like there's been so much stuff like i heard it's a city underneath chicago like how we do the lower whacker and we yeah, think like so that's underneath lower whacker i heard it's even more shit like a whole I think so. I think in case we got to evacuate the city there's a whole city under the city oh yeah i believe that that's what i'm saying so it's just like it seems like there's already stuff down there i was just imagine then maybe they're gonna go lower yeah, how low can you go that's the okay. question but uh man shout out to uh elon musk is it is this i know he's like a polarizing figure not not like a mark cuban but kind of like a hated or love it he's definitely not a mark yeah cuban. but you know like a radical thinker and yeah. just a envelope uh what's it called P pushing the envelope yeah. forward and a lot of people don't really rock with him he'd be sending like rockets to mars and to the moon and just yeah, he has a lot he just, of money he got a lot of money he, can he do just what he does whatever do. he can think of and well at least he's not in politics how about that yeah so, yeah. Let's keep him, let him play with his toys. Right. Well, it was 2024. Watch out. Yeah. Okay, what else we got going on in news? Okay, so the journey. I watch, remember I told you about that movie Icebox? You did. About the the kid from uh, Honduras, yeah. Honduras. Honduras. And yeah. um, 
he was traveling um, with caravan. So I watched, of course, Vice. I'm sorry. <laughs> Vice, y'all need to pay me. Man, give us coupons <laughs> or something. So this was Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. Instead of their typical like news setup, it was just a story on the caravan. Okay. And in the story, they followed a kid. I believe he was like 16. It was very similar to the movie Icebox. So I don't know um, if there's a connection. Anyway, the kid traveling in the caravan, I mean... At this point that they started watching him, it was like he had 2,000, 2,100 miles left. Mm -hmm. And they were entering at the tip of Texas, or trying to enter. Right. Um, he ended up meeting up with his uncle, and it was like he had a decision to make. You know, either stay with his uncle, work, still live a little better than Honduras, yeah. right? But not get to the United States, or continue to travel, mm -hmm. but there's a high chance that you're going to go straight to jail. Yeah. Um, what do you do? And so in the movie, I mean, on the documentary, when they make certain stops, some of these cities in Mexico were deserted. So I was thinking, like, why don't y'all just stay here and gather? And Yeah, because <laughs> a lot of yourself. the cities were uh, deserted, and you didn't even see a lot of people living there. Um, but when they got to... So it's a caravan, and they splitting up. Mm -hmm. So one is going to the Texas way, and then one is heading towards, like, Tijuana, entering to San Diego. Well, the ones that were going to Tijuana, the Mexicans did not want them there. Oh, no. It don't sound like it. Ain't that where That's we where talked about last episode where they were making that mad dash across the border from yeah. Tijuana? Yeah. The Mexicans was like, go home. It was so weird to see Mexicans, like, really oh, protesting man. about immigrants. It was weird. Mm. I couldn't. <laughs> I was Reverse like, psychology, Trump, huh? <laughs> Trump has really like made his way across all nationalities, and everybody feels some type of way about yeah. an immigrant. Everybody set tripping on immigrants. Too. And so, um, a lot of them at that at that particular stop, they would tell them, "This is what's going to happen. These are the three things that could happen once you cross the border. They could take you away. They could separate you and your child, or they can put you and your child together." Right. So it's almost like you just rolling they, the dice going over. Yeah. There. You know, to Let ask for asylum. But they said if you run, you cannot ask for asylum. So it was like, don't run. Right. And they were just kind of mm. educating them on how to do it and how to get in, but inform them that it's a long wait. Yeah. So what you going to do? And it's a long shot yeah. <laughs> for success. And so the, the young boy was saying that they were walking 10 to 12 hours a day. He said, I'm not even used to walking. It's really that hard. Per week. Let alone per day. Today. Yeah. And so he chose to stay with his uncle. Okay. He chose to stay with his uncle, called his mom, and, you know. Um, I'm not with the shits, mom. Yeah. And so what's interesting in the movie, when I was watching the movie, in the end of the movie, he chose to stay with his uncle um, for a little while. Okay. Until his uncle connected him with the farm in California that he could go directly to and work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that way the, the family um, that on the farm would take care of him and that kind of thing, but yeah. he wouldn't be in school. Ain't got no worries. Nigga ain't worried about nothing. So, yeah, it's just interesting that, that it the fact that it's still man. going on. Yeah. We just ain't been talking about it. And, and that, I think we talked about this maybe offline, but just... Everything's relative, you know what I'm saying? Like, we think we got it hard. We think we're yeah. impoverished. Yeah. Imagine what people that aren't from here are dealing with. Just the journey, as the title suggests. It's like these ones are traveling 12, 10 hours per day by foot. Not stopping. Not stopping. Not knowing what lies ahead. And they just looking to get in a position that we take for granted often. So it's just kind of like, yo, 
Level the fuck up, man. You kind of got yeah. a lot of opportunities. I get racism. I get sexism. I get ageism. But I get all that. But it could be worse. Yeah. It could be <laughs> way worse, people. And uh, it is for this nigga. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> all right, what else we got in new news for all these new news? Okay, so do you know it's been 20 years since the big Bill Clinton impeachment debacle? Do you remember growing up and thinking that impeachment meant that you got removed from office, not just charges brought against you? Yeah, I, I thought that's what it was. It seems was. like every president has been impeached. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's, it's all, niggas always slinging mud yeah. in our presidents nowadays. So did this kick it off? Like, it seemed like... So, no, this was the second one in history. I don't know after who Nixon, the first... Then that was the Nixon first. had to be. And I think because he... he Got removed, yeah. right? And I think Lyndon B. Johnson or somebody yeah, had to fill in over. for him. Yeah. And w when we heard he got impeached, we just equated impeachment with being removed, not just charges brought against. Yeah. But technically, impeachment doesn't mean removal. It just means charges filed. Charges filed with the intention to probably try to remove. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We trying to get you up out of here. Um, so, yeah, this was on, and they talked to Ken Starr. He was the the former independent counsel who was prosecuting yeah. Bill. And just his take on it. And... The interesting thing is, he speaks highly of Bill Clinton. I was going to say, are they friends now? <laughs> no, Bill Not hasn't forgiven him. Okay. Um, but he has no bad blood with Bill. Right, you know right. what I mean? I was doing my job. He feels like, yeah, he was just doing job. his job, but he also understood that at the time, Bill obviously is charismatic. He was well-liked amongst everybody. The country was yeah. doing well. The economy was doing well. We were at peace. Yeah. So he was like, I was like the skunk that rained on the parade, yeah, you yeah. know, to pull these charges. And then he said... But wait, were the charges based on the dick sucked them? Or like what? So it's the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Right. But because Monica kept them on hold, the prosecutor, she never agreed to go forward to prosecute because her loyalty was to Bill. Mm. And he said was that. Was it? He said that. He said she kept us waiting and waiting and waiting. And so we couldn't... Because she kept them waiting, Bill was able to maneuver through mm. that shit, and that's why he didn't get removed. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know, gotcha. he had these charges, but because yeah. she wasn't pressing those charges, yeah. you know. He said the state picked them up. Yeah. Nigga. And so then they asked uh, Ken Starr, kind of like, what does he think about Monica Lewinsky? He was like, you know, he calls her an American tragedy. Damn. How so? Like, is she dead? No, just because he said... She was young, but she knew exactly what was going on. She knew exactly what she was doing. And every decision she made in, the, in that year determined what the rest of her path was going to be. And it hasn't been a good one. Hasn't been a good one, but wasn't... I mean, tra tragedy means, like, not able to come back from it. You what know, like, she? when something is tragic, it's, like, almost to the I death. I don't think she's been... A I mean, I don't know, personally. I think but that I if think Monica she's probably wanted working... To, and if she wanted to boss up off of a book, she could. If she wanted to come out... I not saying she, she wants to. Well, she can't write? Like, if she wrote a tell-all, <laughs> niggas sank. would buy it. I think it's sank. You think so? Yeah. We got to look that up, G. I don't know, but I, I just think that tragedy is, like... And, and as long as you got breath left in your body, it's not a tragedy because you have another chance. You know what I'm Agreed. saying? To be better, to do better, right? When we was young, we was not fucking first ladies and presidents. Yeah. So I felt like she was ahead of the game. You know what I'm saying? She's young and thugging. You know what I'm saying? And getting it in with the, the, the most powerful <laughs> man in the world, right? So it's like, is that right tragic one. or is it common I place? think it's tragic for, if she's not where she wants to be now in life, then it is a tragedy. Because she could have been smarter in that move, you know, within and like what was going and, on. And fucking... What, what, China, black China, this nigga? Like, that's not success. 
Well, Black China's very comfortable right now. And I don't think she's uh, an American tragedy. <laughs> if she was so comfortable, why is she campaigning for increases in child support? Because she wants to stay comfortable. Or be more comfortable, <laughs> right. meaning that she might not be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? The money don't make you comfortable. The freedom does. And if she has the freedom to be like, ah, I did what I did, not advocating for adultery or nothing like that, but I was young, I made a mistake, but I didn't comp compound the mistake by going with these strangers' opinion of what I should do in this space. Yeah. I was fucking with dudes. She might have been in love with dudes. They say she was. They so said she was in love with them. Love you know, is she blind. Was really... Love is blind. Okay, are you, you campaigning chance? for Monica? Monica. We need more Monicas, <laughs> dog. We need more Monicas, dog. Just no, right. suck dick and sh <laughs> if she don't clean their dress off, we wouldn't be having this discussion. That's the one mistake she made in my opinion. Well, we need to be working on impeaching Trump, but that just seems like that's Man, just that's not possible. This motherfucker has a force field around him. Right? Golly. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, man, congratulations to surviving 20 years past the most embarrassing moment in your family's legacy, uh, Bill. You know what I'm saying? I don't think people really think about it too much The nowadays. crazy thing is, Ken Starr said, uh, they asked him, you know, you speak highly of Bill, but you don't really like Hillary. He mm -hmm. was like, no, I think she's a horrible person. Who said that? Ken Starr. Based on what? The, her time in the White House mm -hmm. um, when he was president. Right. Her as a senator, her running. Just, just her body at, of work is terrible. He said she, as a so person. So you got a trash-ass body. He said <laughs> Bill Clinton is, is, a, is a good man, but flawed. Mm -hmm. She's a bad person. Golly. It's <laughs> a like, bold uh, statement. Yeah. What if we examine Ken Starr? Like, I'm sure we would find some That's shit out about That's why he retired and chilling. Stop. Stop calling I mean, people I, tragedy and bad people, man. I, we I all know. just I, have room for I, growth. I, it was something about Hillary. I, I knew she wasn't going to win because it's uh, just... just that, that thing. Something, yeah. It's that one thing that got me thinking. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I think that about wraps us up for new news for all y'all new news on this week's episode of This, That, and the Third. Literally. Moving on to entertainment, what's topping off our entertainment segment this week, Ms. Reese? <sighs> what was that deep, passionate sigh about? Okay, so y'all know the new show that was on OWN called Love Is. Remember you telling me about Love Is, yeah? Well, Love Ain't No More, apparently. What you mean? It got canceled for the second season. Come on, man. Low ratings? No. So apparently there are allegations against the husband, Salim Akil. The character on the show? The, the he plays the husband character on the show? No, not the actor. Okay. But the actual husband who the show is based upon. Oh, Him wow. and his wife are the creators, okay, right? Okay, okay. And so I'm like, allegations? Well, what the hell he do? What did he, he did? mess with the cast? What you know? he did? Because I saw the wife post a, make a post saying, you know, I enjoy working with everybody. I'm so sad, blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, apparently... Now, him and his wife, Mara, have been married for, like... 20 years. What's her name? Mara. Mara, like Tamara? Mara, M-A-R-A. Okay. Okay. Um, but the person bringing these allegations claims she's, she was the girlfriend for 10 of those mm. years. Hinky. Right? Hinky. And so she says he was abusive. He wait, was wait, wait. The person bringing forth these allegations is saying this? Yes. Is saying that he was with her and being abusive, controlling? Yes. Yes. While his now wife well, was the side chick. Yeah. Oh, shit. And, Love and, is. <laughs> and she says that the show was based on the show she brought to him and the idea. Uh -oh. and 
I don't know. Does she have a poor man's copyright? Does she mail that to herself? I don't know. Come on, man. Y'all know the poor man's copyright. You got to put that shit in the envelope, lick it, and stick it. You know what I'm saying? You got to get that shit in the mail, timestamp, and don't open it so you can prove that that was actually your show concept. Email it to yourself these days. Poor man's copyright. You heard it here first on the Zenith Third. Seriously. So, Who is this bitch? What's her name? I don't know. I don't even think they have. So I posted it on this Zenith Third Facebook page. Come I didn't. On, I read man. the article, but I didn't see her name. I'm not sure. Yeah, nameless um, bitch. Let me ask you this. What? Is for those novices out there, what is the premise of Love Is? What's the concept of okay, the show? Okay, so the show is about Mara Akil, who was the creative of, of Being Mary Jane. Okay. Right? It was about her and her husband. From the time they met and how their lives intertwined with each other and how their career paths kind of met, crossed, yeah. and, and the things that they had to deal with. It was a really, like, authentic, honest show. because one Minus because, the side piece chapter. Because... Authentic well, see, and honest, but incomplete. Well, Did she I label mean, herself as the side kick, the side chick at any point in the, the storyline? Well, in the in the beginning. In the beginning, he was, was living with his ex girlfriend slash friend at that moment. And that is the chick that's coming out with these allegations. We don't know. We don't know. Okay. Um, but to us, that's what was going on in their life at that time. Okay. You know, he was trying to chase his dream, and so she was helping him let him stay on couch. Chases. It was a great show. I mean, the acting, the story, oh, it was just, Phenomenal. Oh. Phenomenal. So I'm just, I'm just sad. It's just sad. Like, and it made it two seasons. One. One season. What? Damn, 13 episodes at least. Like, he messed it up. Damn, like, just in his personal life. And this it wasn't nothing order. he's doing now. This is just somebody coming we out about what? We don't know. Oh. We don't know. But wait, there's we more. We don't know if this relationship just ended or if she yeah, mad like, it ended. Yeah, why now? Why now? Right. So we don't know. Damn, dog. I know. I, I, I think this is tough. It's tough because if this isn't a current thing, and this is like the Kevin Hart Oscars thing, yeah. like nine years ago, you said fag. And this was like, yeah, be messed up. I haven't said it in nine years, though. You know what I'm saying? If this was some throwback 10 years ago, and it's like, oh, the show doing well. Oh, you ain't going to send me no more bags. I can't extort you. Dear yeah. Inquirer, dear TMZ. And it's it just like, be. so you can't really live that down. You've made mistakes. Yeah. I've made mistakes. Our viewers have made mistakes, but if every single, single mistake is held against us to the full extent of the law, we would never prosper. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. If it's not current, I'm not rocking with this. Now, if it's current and he just yeah, living his best life, like how um, Beyonce daddy was just on some <laughs> fucking scumbag shit, you know what I'm saying? Those types of things, I get it. You yeah. deserve to lose it all, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But if this happened before you even got to where you at, like, let it ride, G. Yeah, well, let she's not. So she's we'll not see. She used to. Yeah. They used to let her ride. We'll see what happens with that. <laughs> All right, man. What else we got in entertainment? So, interesting story. Um, so, hip-hop artistry, right? Mm -hmm. We have a young photography student in the Netherlands. Her name is... Chow Young Fat. No, her name... Oh, I didn't even write her name. <laughs> Um, but she created this Instagram page called Young Thuggers Painting. Okay, Young Thuggers? So I checked it out, and basically she's paying homage, because Young Thugger is her favorite rapper, she's paying homage to him by capturing, like, one of his pictures that maybe somebody, you know, yeah. took a picture of him. Getty images. Posed, you know, and then she would place a historic picture side by side that was so damn similar. Mm, I like Like, that. stuff from... I'm talking about early 1800s yeah. type paintings and portraits. Yeah. And it would be 
side by side, and you can see the similarities in the pose. And it's and not the like he was expression. trying to reenact these no, poses. He wasn't. It just naturally he, they caught he him doing. in this position. That's dope. That's a dope concept. Yeah. That's like when you see the Barack pointing and the MLK pointing. Yeah. It's like it gives you that type of feeling. So um, she got backed up by his record label, and she was able to enter the Scoop Contemporary Art Festival that they have in Miami. Scoop. They have it every year. And her exhibit was different because she actually had the paintings where you can take them with you. Hmm. So they just rip a painting and take them. So she roll had it. Up, put a rubber band well, around. I think she had it maybe tacked or something, uh, okay, right? Okay. And so you can see his painting and then the historic picture, and you can take both copies with you. So there was just hella copies, like a flip chart. She had a really. It no. was a really nice exhibit, and then she had other pictures of him. Uh, they were digital of him and then the historic picture. So it was just a nice exhibit. He yeah. came through. He appreciated it. Yeah, I bet he obviously. was. Yeah. Um, a like student saying, from the Netherlands, like, yeah, who? Yeah, come on, man. I didn't even know you were thugger. listening. Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> art is. Like, fuck, yeah. I ain't gonna say fuck love is, but love is art and art is love. Yeah. Art is, you know what I'm saying? Because, one, you didn't even know you probably had that reach and impact. Yeah. Two, the way that she's able to just make a connection that probably he's learning from. Like, mm -hmm. damn, I didn't even know about this picture, let alone yep. who this person is, and I was kind of... You know, it ain't nothing new under the sun. So whatever he's doing, it, it was like an energy type thing, and it just meshed well. And she yeah. was kind of like the conduit to put that together. So that's dope. dope. And hats off to this young lady, man. And any aspiring artist out there, man, like don't, because something isn't really respected right now as art, don't think that that shit is not artistic. You know what's very artistic? You might see this guy. He has, like, the dopest bike on the south side. He got, like, a mountain bike. He done put a Mercedes-Benz grill on this bitch. He got a radio. He don't have to pedal this bitch. This bitch got a motor on it. Like, that's art to me, man. Like, you could just find some trash items, put that shit together, and motorize a, a, a Mercedes-Benz mountain bike. Yeah. Like, that's art, man. And I just think that there's so many creatives out here. There's so many talented individuals. And this is a testament to if you follow your dreams and if you push out that art that's in you, Great things can happen, man. You yep. said that record label picked them up. She yeah, she just started by herself. Man, not a lot of formal you know, training or nothing, probably. She knew our history. That's how she was able to put the two together so respect quickly. Respect your roots. You got to yeah. respect your roots. You got to be a student of the game. Yep. You got to be a student of the game. And I think that's big in terms of, I was watching the, um, we didn't talk about this last week, the Kodak Black interview with, um, uh, Ebro, Ebro in the morning, mm -hmm. and he walked off the set, and you know, he got mad because he was talking about the sex allegations. But what I noticed in that soundbite was the fact that he didn't know who Bushwick Bill, I mean, he didn't know the difference between Bushwick Bill and ODB. He thought mm. Old Dirty Bastard from Wu-Tang Clan was uh, Bushwick Bill from Ghetto Boys. This year, Halloween, yeah. fell on the weekend. Me and Ghetto Boys are trick-or-treating the little midget. They don't know their history. They don't know their history, and that's what really kind of waters down. It's cold. To be on right now, it's good to be. And he's not really a mumble rapper, but he's in that that yachty. You don't know what they're Yeah, you don't know what she's really saying, right? But I get it. You know, it is what it is. But nevertheless, it would be so much doper if you actually knew what gave you the opportunity to be where you at and do what you do. And that will kind of inform your music and your practice and your art as well. So shout out to this young lady in the Netherlands. Maybe we could take a lesson from them. Yeah, seriously. Okay. What else we got in entertainment? Twitter fingers. Whoa! Whoa! Meek Mills is back! So, Trigger I'm, fingers turn to Twitter fingers. I'm going to read y'all what she wrote. So, oh, this ain't me? No, Chicago Bears lineman Char Charles Leno Jr. Hey, Leno. You know who that is? Nah. Oh, okay. I thought you were a Bears fan like that. Nah. So anyway. I bear down when they win it. He proposed to his girlfriend, Jennifer Roth. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, Jennifer feels real comfortable with saying nigga. Oh, on Twitter. So I'm assuming Jenny is not a 
African-American. No. <laughs> and so, obviously, he proposed after the game. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, people went straight to Twitter. Let me see who this girl is, yeah. right? Pulled up all her tweets. This girl... Uh-oh. Um, bitches think they slick, but then they act like niggas. And if you pillow talking with the woman that you were screwing, just know that she gonna tell another nigga when she through with you. Okay? Uh, Jimmy Butler got a win, LOL. Lost for Nash, Mello, and Griffin. Damn, all my niggas took a loss tonight Whoa. in the NBA. See, that's the one. That's the one that I have a problem with there. You believe that shit all because some lame-ass nigga tweet that shit? I like seeing white guys with black girls and black girls with white. I like seeing white guys with black girls and black guys with white girls because mixed babies are so cute. I can't tell if love and basketball is why I love black guys or if I love love and basketball because I love black guys. It's funny how black guys treat white girls on the campus. It makes me want to go back to talking to white guys. It's true what they say about black guys, probably why I can't bring myself to talk to a white man again. Yeah, and I mean, it just... What do they say about black guys? That they're niggas? Like, yo, I won. Wait, the last one. Ghetto people are always naming their kids after stuff they can't afford. Mercedes, Diamond, Bentley, Pearl, light bill, rent, car insurance. So, is she an aspiring comedian? Because she's failing. We've heard that joke before. So, yeah. This is my thing. Can I speak on this? Mm -hmm. So, at first, it sounded like she was using niggas, N-I-G-G-A-S, as she is. the guys. Right? Yeah. So, I didn't, I mean, she's a white girl. I get that. Right? I get that. But then there's like a clear cutoff between when she's using it in the context of the guys and black people or black men. Because she's saying black guys or black men, blah, blah, blah. So there's that discernment. We get that. We understand that. <laughs> Bitch, that's not your word. <laughs> that's not your word to use. You don't have any type of latitude to work with. You don't have the ability to use it, quote, unquote, appropriately or inappropriately. If that was a sister that was saying that, totally fine. Totally fine to use the guys, niggas, interchangeably. But you are a white woman. You have absolutely no ground to stand on to be calling None. anybody, white, black, or in between those shades, a nigga. You're a nigga because you're ignorant to the fact that you can't do that shit, and a nigga is just someone with complete and utter ignorance. And <laughs> that you are, my dear. But congratulations <laughs> on your uh, engagement. So ignorant ass. What's well, you? Ignorant you ass. I hope. I hope but, she takes him through the ringer. I, mean, I yeah, just hope. Yeah. Teach his ass a lesson, cause you on a football contract, so it ain't that long. Yeah. I mean. Mm. Now, when you say ignorant ass, right? Break that down for me, because again, I think our society puts black men in a position where you've been trained, you've been groomed, you've been. <laughs> Uh, prepared. Mm -hmm. Come on, what you telling me? To just me? glorify this white woman, holier than thou. Have you been that's trained what to grow to... Hell no. Okay, so you just stop saying that. I'm not an athlete. I'm talking about black male athletes. athletes okay. It's not an anomaly for them to go after a white woman once they get on. So, like, how can we help him? 
how can we get him out of the sucking place? Because it's not just his fault. Like, it's, it's one of them things where there are systems set up that if you've been identified as an up-and-coming star athlete and you have the potential to make it to any of these major sports, we're going to put people around you, put you with a white family, get you at this Catholic school. You're not going to be connected to your roots. We're going to provide everything you need. We're going to make sure that those applications get filled out, all those I's get dotted, T's get crossed. We're your white savior because we got you out of the hood. We gave you this opportunity. We got you Maybe into the, your, your talent, got you into the league. But now we're looking for a little bit of kickback, and we're presenting our daughters to you. Now, that's hard. For a black dude who, again, subconsciously has been brainwashed to think that white is right and black is whack, that y'all presenting these white, white women to me and I'm not supposed to go? Huh, pretty tough. Well, huh, enjoy divorce court. How about I'm, that? I'm not denying that. I'm not <laughs> denying that. I'm just saying, how do we break the chains? These are mental chains that this brother's obviously under. G, you can't just discount that. Fuck her. I don't. But how do we help him? No, I don't know. He's a grown man. I don't know. Get some therapy, figure it out. I'm not, I can't help you. Man, I, I have more empathy for you, brother, because I just feel like he's a grown man now, but he probably has a childlike mentality when it comes to these matters of the heart because if, if white people are the only people that have, you know what I'm saying, seemingly gotten you out of a dire situation, like you're going to look at them as what they want you to, which is that white savior type mentality. How do you snap out of that shit? Can you snap out of that shit? Or I think is he you can snap deep? out of it. Is he, have you seen Blindside? Yes. Like, that's a thing, dog. That's not just, oh, that happened one time. That happens more often than not when you've been toted as the guy or but the gal. But it also has happened where, I don't know. I'm, this, this, he's trash. She trash. Can we move it's on? It's not that simple, y'all. What do y'all say, man? Y'all help me help her help me help y'all. What the fuck, man? There's more choice. Yes, he's trash. He's a trash ass nigga. But something makes you trash. What? 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 what I don't know. Maybe what makes something take trash? Out the trash enough. I don't what know. What makes something trash? Because you get it and it's all brand new and it's whatever and it's worth something. You know what? And it's then you not use that. that shit and then everything that's left over becomes trash. I think that he's being possibly used by white women, white people, probably the college he went to. And I'm not saying just, you know, the systematic approach that they take to our athletes, dog. They drain these motherfuckers, dog. How is your, how is your accountant white? How is your girl white? How are your in-laws white? How is your agent white? How is your coach white? How is your owner white? And you the only one that ends up broke when you're out the league. That just sounds like, ugh, let's get all this talent out sounds this like nigga. Sounds like y'all need to level up and, and, and get right up here. And, and that's what I'm asking. Out. How do we do that? How Educate do we get yourself. Right? Read a book. You know niggas don't read. That's the problem. You know niggas don't read. I can't help it. And you. she's clearly. And if you're a nigga that don't read, clearly, you should be with Jennifer. He doesn't even read her tweets. <laughs> yeah, you should be he with Jennifer. He doesn't know she says these things. He's oblivious. <laughs> he can't spell. Oh, God. He just tackles well. No disrespect. We joking, but at the end of the day, it's a bigger problem than just this one isolated incident. But uh, twi Twitter fingers, you need to watch those Twigger words, okay? Mm -hmm. All right, what else we got in entertainment? So, you know, Offset showed up to Cardi's Offset. job, right? Showed up to the workplace. Apologize. He, can take, he says, I'm sorry, bruh. Bruh. <laughs> bruh. He called her bruh. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. 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 I love you.
up at I'm my job on stage with these little funky tables. Somebody take me back and I these little rolls. I seen I'm sorry, bro. You know how this shit go. Where the fuck is bro at? Where is you he? You know how that shit go, <laughs> bro. Anyway, bruh, bruh. so he did do an apology on IG that kind of was a little more in depth and genuine, at least I thought. Mm. But that showing up on stage, talking about I'm sorry, bro, was trash. So then, he said take me back, right? Yeah. Well. The letters. The, the word said, yeah. take me back. He said, I'm sorry, bruh. Um, but then his dad had some comments uh -oh. to make. What pop? What Papa said, say? And I can't, I can't get mad at the dad, because that's your son, right? Take up for your boo, right? But tell your son to keep his dick in his pants. How about that? Let's start there, because Offset wouldn't be in this situation if he kept it up, right? Obviously, he did keep it up. That's what got him in this situation. Kept it in his pants. Ah, kept it up. in, kept right. it in, yeah. <laughs> hey, so man. his dad was just like, you know, he's young, he has all this disposable income, what do we expect? We expect him to be somebody's husband. But, I'm sorry, never mind. Then he went on to say, you know, Cardi, she's, she's just putting all the family business in the street, and, you know what I'm saying, she's being reckless, and I can't have her destroying my family. I'm sorry. Destroying your family? No, yeah. I mean, I get it. That's your boy. So Very you're biased. Very biased. With yeah. your son. But I just, one, I felt like, Dad, you just should have had a private conversation with them. Mm -hmm. We don't need the parents' opinion. I just don't. Not, he, oh, he, you're a grown man. How old is this nigga? Like 25. <laughs> I said that. Dad? No. I'm oh, sad. I'm like, <laughs> why is this nigga dad 25? He's 30. No, I'm like 25. So, this is my thing. One, I heard that Offset kind of put the, stake in the ground and said, because my infidelity was made so public, I think my apology should be made so public, too. Mm. Did you hear that sound bite? No. What do you think about that, though? Because was it made public, or? Yeah, because the girl. Like, Cardi about, didn't blast you? Like, well, no, the first time, remember, uh, it was an issue, and Cardi 
got in trouble because she had some girl beat the girl up in the strip club. That was kind of funny. Okay. That one of the twins? That's what he was rocking with? I heard Cardi had had one of these cute-ass bartender twins. Yeah, that was the first time. Okay. That's not the girl from this one. Summer Bunny, yeah. So some, she, that's not Summer Bunny. She released the yeah, video. Those so twins. They made it public. Those twins. Did you see those twins? Did you see those twins? No, I didn't see the twins. He had no choice. <laughs> He had no choice in the matter. I haven't seen Summer Bunny. Have you seen Summer Y'all, Bunny? Y'all, if we go get a, a bonfire, we're just going to throw all of them in and just throw them in. What? They all trash. No, <laughs> we are not trash, G. We like trash ass. <laughs> Give me all the trash ass and throw it in the fire. And we will fuck the shit out the fire. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Have you seen a picture of Summer Bunny? Yeah. Is she... What is she? No, she's pretty. pretty. She's a pretty girl. But all of them that you, that's going to be coming up to you going to be cute. Yeah. Take all that weave, makeup, and fake stuff away. Yeah. Mm, they're all kind of average. But couldn't you say the same, similar things for Cardi? Yeah, I'm saying take the money away from Offset. How many people are going to be running chasing his ass down? <laughs> Not many. Zilch, that's let me ask this. Let me ask this. You're in that situation. You're Cardi. Okay. How do you play this? Because I saw a clip that made it seem as if she was trying to get back with. That's that young shit. Buddy ass. Once you get older and you realize. Nigga, y'all four years apart. Talking about older. How old is Cardi? She like mid-20s? No, that's what I'm saying. Once she gets older. Right. That response that she gave, she won't even be on that no more. Right. You can go find one. some more But dick. she seemed as if she was like smooth on to the next one until that clip. That clip seems well, to just Well, because they otherwise. just had a baby together. Yeah, it, yeah. There's still a lot of emotions, you know what I mean? Yeah. So she ain't ready to let that go. Right, right. And I get it. Yeah. I just want someone to make an Instagram post about me like that. Like, <laughs> man, I just want this nigga cock back in my throat, tickling my trachea. I'm like, damn. Well, she was very someone graphic. please satisfy your Satisfy mind. my needs, dog. <laughs> Somebody post that shit and mean it, though. <laughs> Like, don't just do it, because you saw it on this and the third. Like, mean that shit, and I will skirt, skirt, pull up, and accommodate. But I just think it's interesting because, again, I don't feel like he cheated in private. It came to the light. Yeah. And now the whole apologizing in public, I think that was a little bit more damaging. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like... Girls want to be proposed to in public. They don't want to necessarily be apologized for a humiliating experience in public. That should have maybe been done a little bit more privately. I think so. And uh, pops, yeah, pops, sit your ass down. And then, I mean, kind of don't cheat. Because, you know, my thing is if you're married, now you can't cheat. That's cheating, bro. You're, yeah. you're married and doing this shit. Now, if you was doing this shit before your marriage and then it came to light, like, ah, oh, man, you know, that was that. That didn't count. But if it <laughs> nah, was after fully married, fully, mar fully married, then uh, yeah, bro, you should have known beforehand. And it's like, I mean, if we've learned anything from, and I was going to say Jay-Z and Beyonce, but Jay cheated too. So it's kind of, you can't really. Let's go there. You can't really <sighs> turn that shit off, I don't think. Apparently. You said Jay is trash? So. Saw an article. Saw an article. Golly, Why older men trash, are better. Okay. And this, they were talking about Beyonce, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Hey, Beyonce. Um, basically saying she sh she's showing us how to go get your older man, because they 12, 12 year age difference, and how to make that shit work. Mm. But Jay cheated too. Like, it's just when the man is ready, he ready. And when he done with the bullshit, he done with the bullshit. But I feel like every guy will test those waters. 
Now, it just depends on if he tests them early on or he tests them later. later. <laughs> Cause Those if are you the taste them, you testing them waters early, then I still have time to get out. Yeah. Now, fifteen years spent, you just just now gonna start cheating on me? <laughs> yeah. What could've do you do? This. If this was all, you could have been in this. What do you do? But this is my thing. I think it goes back to the red table talk when they talked about the new relationship goals from Will and Jada, where it was yeah. like it's more of a flow and a feel to a relationship versus a static marriage, husband, wife, vows, and it's yeah. just like ah. If I, I feel like fucking something and we're married, <laughs> I should have the latitude to tell you, hey, I feel like fucking something different today. Today. And it's not cheating. I'm not going to put it on your on my timeline. I'm not going to, you know, expose it. You're not going to be embarrassed. And I'm telling you proactively so you know and can account for whatever you need to account for. Maybe go get your feet and nails done. You know what I'm saying? Maybe go get a massage. Maybe... You know what I'm saying? Don't let another nigga touch you, but, you know, go do whatever makes you feel good about yourself. So she can't say, I feel like some new dick today. No, she would never be able to say that. <laughs> she would never be able to say that, G. She would never be able to say that. And I understand that's a double standard, but apparently that's not what women want. They want the emotional relationship. So go connect not with all. a nigga mentally. Not no, all. no, no. Go connect with a nigga mentally. <laughs> go connect with a woman mentally. Or get you a woman. We can share this woman that I'm finna cheat with. And she can get you off. Too. You can get off. We can both get off. But let's be proactive and, and honest about it. Because I don't think that I don't think that human beings were made to be monogamous, dog. Like, if you guys a soul mate, what's the chances that y'all actually ever meet? You know what I'm saying? There's billions of people in the world. You mean uh, tell me my soulmate lives in Chicago? I doubt that shit. Probably not. That's what I'm you saying. You have to get out and travel. You have to travel. get out and travel. But how many people just marry and, and cohabitate and, 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 and co-create because of proximity? A lot of people do. That That's mean, what I'm saying. You got to? Huh? You ain't got to? You don't have to, but I'm just saying we do that and we kind of fall into these constructs of society. And well, I, I just, I'm not with that shit. I don't mm -hmm. even believe in time, let alone, <laughs> let alone marriage. You know what I'm saying? I, just, I, I believe in these things, but I just say, know what Says you... Says the divorce of dad. Know okay. what you're signing <laughs> up for, Z. But you live and you learn, though. Right. You live and you learn. You do. Watch, my next wife is going to be my best wife. Know that. <laughs> but I, I say all that to say, like, don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe and think Agreed. the way that it was done is the way it has to be done. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. I agree man. with that. Niggas, you can't cheat if you're honest about it. So it's not cheating if he's... Communicate, baby. I'm finna. I know this spaghetti is good. I'm finna go fuck the shit out of Shorty, and I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll continue to pay bills and provide and protect, and 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 you nurture. And I'm going to get nurtured by her, cause you're tired after work sometimes. So I'm over here. Just Tuesdays. Just one Tuesday a month. First Tuesdays. I can't get my first Tuesdays. <laughs> can't put that shit on yeah, the on the calendar on the fridge. If what? If I can get the fourth Thursday. Manny's and Patties. We said these things. <laughs> Manny's and Patties, man. What do y'all say, Z? What do y'all say, man? Is there a such thing as a faithful man in today's day and age? Mm. All right, we're getting right back into the show, right back into the middle of entertainment. So what's going on with uh Nope, nope, we're wrapping up entertainment. Yeah, we're okay. Done with entertainment. Well that about wraps us up for entertainment on this week's segment of this and the third. Moving on to our favorite topic on this and the third, which is none other than relationships. relationships. What is topping off our relationship segment this week, Ms. Reese? Okay. <laughs> Hashtag Dear DC. Hello. Can you ask your followers if 
Anal sex is considered being freaky or somewhat normal. Should it be reserved for special occasions like his birthday or when he buys you an expensive gift like a fur coat, a designer purse, or a car? Niggas rocking furs? Yeah. Niggas rocking furs like it's paid in full? Okay. Um, I want to hear a female... <laughs> I would love to hear a female perspective on this topic before I give my two cents. Um... What say you? Is it an anal I don't think occasion? it's normal because I think not everybody does it. Okay. So, like, everybody has sex, right? Mm -hmm. So, that's normal. But I don't think everybody does the back door. Okay. Based so, on what's So, I think research. it would be, like, more freaky. I'm not, I don't know. You I'm got just, friends? Right. Your friends? So, yeah, it's Is not it normal. Is it the norm? It's not it's normal. It's not the norm. It's not normal. So, one out of five, three out of, uh, two out of five, what's not the norm? One out of seven. One, one out, out of seven. Of, you know what I mean? Like, uh -huh. it's not, it's not. It's not that. Popping. It's yeah. not popping. Nobody. Now, and we I talking think it could be. Ethnicity. Are we talking a melting pot or are we talking <laughs> sisters? I want to know. Okay. So, okay. So, I think it's not the norm within the sister pool. Mm. Sister, sister. But I think it may be a little more frequent in others. In others. Okay. A little bit more. But I think, you know, it is like. If you want your freak number to go up, then you, you know. Right, right. But I do think special occasions. I don't think every day. Yeah, damn. Every day, like, no, this I don't agree with that. <laughs> That's a job in and yeah, of itself. You're not getting paid for that shit. You probably don't want to yeah. make it a daily. No. And then I would assume it has some type of negative impact on your bowel movements. Like, it's just everything is the runs or no? Does it change any? No, based on... Conversation. Um, I'm like, I don't know. All right. No, the, the one, the one out of the seven. How is she? How is she doing? You know, I've heard, I've heard some women say they like it. Mm. You know, they really like it. And, you know, the next day, it just may be a little, a little sore. Little funny, but. A little sore, a little funny. <laughs> they get, they get <laughs> is he over. still there? <laughs> Can't tell. Okay. Um, this is my thing. And i not speaking from experience, unfortunately. <laughs> I haven't got my number up like that. But I do know that this shit is trending. And I'm talking about in our communities. Mm. The younger uh, generation the younger is ones. definitely with the butt stuff, dog. Mm. Definitely with the butt stuff. But I think it's more. The eating thereof, the tossing thereof, it's right? The it's not necessarily the insertion yeah. thereof. Yeah. This is not Sodom and Gomorrah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Niggas is eating box and, and then back box, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I don't really know if we've plunged fully into anal experiences no. or anal versaries. It's not the norm. Yeah, so uh, maybe on occasion, it's definitely gonna be some freaky stuff. I have heard great things. Like my man was telling me, like, gee. <laughs> I tried it, I thought this, and I experienced this, and now I want more of it. Up. Yeah, he gave it the woo-out. I said, really? He said, man, it wasn't any of that pudding or none of that other stuff. It wasn't that. It was something different. I said, well, damn. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think I think it's um, emerging. Yeah. It's, it's boiling up, but I think everybody's just eating right now. Ain't nobody really eating right now. Okay? But uh, y'all let us know, is y'all with the shits or no? Nah? And how often, if so? Okay, next question. Or, yeah, question. Hashtag, dear DC, who to choose? I've been with my boyfriend for four years. Congratulations. Been with my company for five. Congratulations. But now they are relocating to another state in spring 2019. Okay. Boyfriend and job. Been with the job for five, boyfriend for four. Yep. 
I'm assuming if you even have to ask this question, you really like your job. Yeah. That's safe to assume? Mm -hmm. Also, if you have to ask this question, that company is not that big? Like, why don't they have a location here and they're going somewhere else and they're, you got uh, choices, you know what I'm saying? Know. Like, Walgreens is everywhere. Versus well, maybe whatever she does in her position, she might wants just to. Be limited, yeah, right? and they want to. Um, I would say, chase the paper. The hoes come with that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like if, um, if if you're able, I would think that if you're able to try it from a distance for a while and just say, hey, I'm gonna take advantage of this opportunity. Um, Obviously, it's a bag involved with it. That's going to allow y'all to, you know, I'm assuming it's in the States. Yeah. Man, 250 a month, you'll be able to, you know what I'm saying, get to it, get back out, blah, blah, blah. I just feel like, you know, there's uh, the opportunity for it to still work long distance and not necessarily break up the relationship. However, if the relationship is going to be broke up, this would be the perfect time, time for it to break up. <laughs> because it's like, hey, at I'm the moving. end of the day, I'm moving and I'm moving on. on. <laughs> All right? So that would be my advice. Follow the money and then um, I love think your man, follow. yeah, love will follow. Okay. Hashtag Dear DC. I know I may miss out on my possible soulmate, but does it make sense to wait until I'm in my 40s to marry and start a family? That way my finances are in order and any other and any potential cheating is out of my system. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> So you're saying at 40, cheating goes away? That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. I say BS. <laughs> I, I don't believe that. Uh, I don't believe once a cheater, always a cheater. I believe once a cheater, more than likely, <laughs> you're gonna cheat going again. to continue to cheat. And it probably will just decline in terms of frequency. But um, I don't think it's going to get out of your system. You know what I'm saying? It kind of is or it isn't. It's like a uh, 50 shades of gray, 51 maybe. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest that. You're missing out on your soulmate because, again, I believe you have soulmates. And I don't believe that there's just one person out here that's for you. Mm -hmm. It's like there might be somebody out here for you at this moment. Right now. And then when you guys grow together or apart, there might be somebody else for you once that growth takes place. Yeah. So uh, don't miss Good. out. And, but don't fool yourself and think that uh, there's an expiration date on cheating. What do you say? <laughs> I was going to say an expiration date on finding love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, if you're a guy, I think over 40s is fine. It doesn't even matter your right. age. I think for women, mm, if you plan on having kids, that might be an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah just because of the biological clock and all right. that good stuff. So all things considered, uh, do you? <laughs> all right, last but not least, what do we have on this week's episode of This and a Third as pertains to relationships? Is it okay to receive selfies from the opposite sex if there's no relationship? Is it okay to receive selfies? Mm -hmm. Not nudes, not... DPs, not no. none of that. Selfies? What? Like, why would you send a selfie? Exactly. Why? What's the purpose of you sending a selfie? Exactly. So I guess your answer is no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my thing is, it's kind of innocent, but it's a slippery slope because it's kind of like once you send a pic, then another pic, then and another pic. And then what's pic. the response? How to am the I pic? responding to the pics? So that's a slippery slope. I would say. And a wise woman told me this. She said, cheating always starts somewhere. Hmm. So if it's just the receiving of a compliment that could have been better left unsaid, if it's the receiving of a photograph that could have been better left unsaid, hmm. if it's FaceTiming somebody versus just texting versus just calling. Uh, I you, don't know if FaceTime. <laughs> I do. 
You I pay? do. <laughs> okay. Because I think, well, just me personally, I'm in the age now where I don't really, if I don't really rock with you, I'm not FaceTiming, I'm not calling. I'm texting okay. all day, every day. So if you've never heard my voice, <laughs> we're associates, right? Okay. But I think that when you get more comfortable with somebody and when you're, you know, cool, yeah. um, it's more of a FaceTime type thing. So if somebody that's not cool with you is trying to get cool with you, they might start yeah. doing little things like sending no. pics, like using, you know what I'm saying, little emojis to begin with. Oh, FaceTime. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Pocket dialed you. Ma'am, no, Just you. throw them in the trash. Yeah, don't throw us in the trash. Work with us. <laughs> but I would, I would say it's a slippery slope. I don't really see the reason for yeah. sending a, a picture. But it just depends on what the picture looks like. Maybe. So when I, when I tell, and I'll just end with this. When I tell somebody, and I'm waiting, I'm going to give this secret up. When I tell somebody, send a pic, I'm just waiting for somebody clever enough to send a scenery. Let me see your point of view. Let me see what you're looking at. You don't even have to be in the picture. But nobody thinks like that. When I say Is send a pic, they... <laughs> Is that what you really mean? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for somebody to break my Da Vinci code. And I just gave y'all the secret, but at the end of the day, I got to change it up now. Mm -hmm. But okay. I think that about wraps us <laughs> up for this week's episode of This, That, and the Third. Be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in each and every Thursday as we go live at 5 from Studio 2226 right here on Chicago's East Side. Shout out to my man, Raouf, the owner and operator of Studio 2226, located at 2226 <laughs> East 71st Street. Tonight, we are having our second year anniversary at Murphy's Lounge, located at 7628 uh, South Cottage. Grove Avenue, and uh, y'all pull up and pop out and be sure to uh, enjoy some libations, some food, some comedy, comedy. Mm -hmm. live entertainment, and a little bit of everything. Uh, with and, us. and us, the birthday boy and the birthday girl. girl. Yeah. And um, just remember to tell a friend and tell a friend to tune in to This and the Third by searching This, That, and the Third with the third spell I, 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 like the Roman numeral three, on all social media platforms, and Calvin and Reese on YouTube. Yep. And that about wraps us up. Once again, it's been your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third, and my lovely co hosts with the most, Miss Reese Pizza, one and only. We are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us, us out. out.